This is the Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, good morning, Wisconsin. We got, I got to talk about it. This, I'll mention it, give some love to Bucky. They what balling. up, AG? Bucky's balling. What up, AG? What's up, Ebo? I got to hey, say, yo. man, they, they, they definitely turn old blue blue. I heard you talking about it on your Twitch stream yesterday. Yeah, Bucky getting it done. Bucky, hey, I gotta give check. I gotta just you know, if I had a hat on right now, I'm gonna tip my hat off. Because <laughs> uh, you see they, Jonathan Taylor get it done, and he didn't even yes. play in the second quarter. Yeah, he he got he got going uh, early. <laughs> yeah, and I enjoyed it because being a running back, you know, just seeing Michigan's defense get out of place on some of the plays that he had, and he took advantage of it. I mean, you're playing at a top level, and Harbaugh and his team got to have got to have that. Uh, Defense ready and the offense ready. Offense struggle too for old blue there, uh, big blue. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Now the games that are coming up to slate for uh, the Badgers. You got some good teams still coming up. You got still not the best in the I say the West or the Big Ten with Northwestern um, around the corner, but uh, eventually they got Ohio State down the line, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see where those guys is at. But the other I say the professional team that gets paid to do what they do. Yeah. Um, they're balling out of control too, you know, and it's a it's a defensive thing. And then you know, we as I got in the topics, we'll get we'll get to that. It's a later down the line on the topics, but we'll get right up front with it because the guy who's the leader in that on that field, the field general Aaron, he not he's not too happy. I say with the offensive production because just I think it, when you read his uh, comments and you know if you're looking at his interviews. He's doing it more from a competitive position. You know, he's like, I could play better, you know, looking at himself first, but then offensively, we could do this better. He's gotten everybody, I mean, looking at it at the whole, he's gotten the whole offense involved, you know, from his standpoint, in terms of what he can do with the ball, getting it to the receivers. But then Coach uh, LaFleur has gotten the run game going last week. We saw that happen, and he promised that would happen after game one against the Bears. Um, but I think it's just more, it's, I say, Aaron. I know you're not listening, but if you are for some reason, oh, they all listen to mine. Just, just be pa- just be patient, bro. It's we it's the first month of the season. Sometimes I would get frustrated too. First couple of games was getting nothing, you know, twenty yards, fifty yards, and then boom, you blow up because you're getting in rhythm. It's just and one some, of those things you know it's going to come. Is yeah, you know when you've been in the league for as long as he has, and for myself as well, you know it's coming. You just got to be patient. Can't you cannot? I say one thing you do playing baseball. When you're not hit, you have a you're not hitting the ball real well, or you're not hitting the ball at all. You can't force, you can't swing at every. Take your time, be patient, wait on your pitch, and that's basically what Aaron do. Got to you got to do with the, his mindset. Wait on his play that comes, that throw. If he if it's a big scramble to get a first down, anything like that, just be patient. Don't force anything. Well, you talked about Jonathan Taylor to open up the show, and you know came to the Packers. But when it comes to the offense, Jonathan Taylor after the game against Michigan was saying that they prepared for this all week. This is why you practice. This doesn't come as a surprise because they prepare for it every single day in practice. So that's what the Packers are doing, preparing, but it's a short week. Yes, that's the only difference. It's two, three days shorter. Um, but that's the mindset. It's at every level. Actually, this is what we've been discussing with my high school team. We're 5-0 we're uh, and o right now um, boy. at well Freedom done. High School. Well done. So we're leading our conference, our division. But we got to let the kids know can't get complacent, can't get comfortable, got to get better in every practice. We practice how we play. I've been saying what my coaches used to say to me, you know, when I was in Little League and high school, college, and now, you know, through the NFL and now. So I'm repeating it, and it is. It's one of them old things you you can't get comfortable. You got to always try to get better. When you're undefeated at any level, you have a big target on your back. 
I, I mentioned this before on the show, being at Nebraska, those years I was there, we always had a target on our back. So everybody's game against us in Lincoln on the road was everybody's national title game, was everybody's conference championship game. They were coming in, and they're bringing everything. They're running trick plays. They're making sure they got everybody out there jazzed up in that first, second quarter. And if we do our jobs, we just stick to the script to our 15 plays that Coach Osborne planned out when I was in uh, Seattle, when I was in Green Bay, Coach McCarthy, Coach Sherman. We do our 15 plays. The team that we are supposed to be shows up. Then by second quarter, game over, we just got finished the job mm-hmm. offensively and defensively and special team-wise. So It is the Amon Green Show. You have a question for Amon, 608-321-1670. You can uh, tweet us uh, at Zone Madison. And now, Amon, you have the, the short week and you know kind of a, a different feel, but kind of the same, you know, a, a second Thursday game – in the first four weeks for the Packers, the difference this time, obviously, you've had games before, whereas, you know, the Bear game started out the season. Um, you know, you always talk about the short turnaround and, and the difficulties that, that that proves to be for a team. You know, how big, and every team's got to do it. You know, certainly the Packers and the Eagles even more dealing with injuries. But, you know, is it, how big of a deal is it the Packers get this game out of the way in week four? It's huge. I mean, it continues momentum. It, uh, sets them up for the rest of the season. I mean, they have another couple weeks till a bye week, but you got big games. Every game is a big game coming up in NFL, college football, you know, top 25 level. So got to continue to progress, get better. Um, like I mentioned already, Aaron is not, um, I say, content with what he's produced offensively along with the rest of the guys on offense. He wants more. He wants to make big, more big plays, get more uh, touchdowns into – However way, if it's through Devontae Adams, is it through the run game, is through you know the tight ends, things of that nature. He is wants to. He's like, hey, our our standards are high here in Green Bay, and you got to look at it that way. And so I'm just saying to him, like I said, if he's listening in, just be patient. Oh, Don't he's definitely listening. They all listening. Listen to to show, <laughs> he better. Hey, I took I protected his backside, picking up the yeah. A and B gap blitzes for about two three years there. So, uh, um, so the good thing is. They off. They're off to a great start, you know. So the next stop is they're off to a fast start. They are four, three and zero, potentially going to be four and zero, and they have everybody on. Uh, I say on. Uh, they're up on on sound. Everybody knows now. Okay, this team is legit. They got a defense that if that offense is slow to start in a game, the defense can hold off the offense of the opposing team long enough to get that offense going again. So and that's a fear, you know. Offensively, if you walk into a game knowing you're playing against a top tier defense. And you know, if we don't get rolling right away, this is going to be third and fourth quarter is going to be tough. We got to loosen them up, you know, kind of like in a boxing match. You kind of hit the ribs, then you hit, go back to the head, then hit the ribs again. But if them ribs are solid, that defense is solid like it is, yeah. you can't run the ball against them guys. Preston and uh, Darius have been a great addition between the guy, between the three, uh, three games, between them two guys, they got eight and a half sacks. It's insane. They're, you know, they're scaring guys. You know, I don't know what can be another term. You know, because the Bears are monsters of the midway. I don't know what the Packers can be. You Ooh, know, a nickname. A good, yeah, we can come up with a nickname out there. What's the Packers defense? defense right now? Not the terrors of the tundra. Something. No. I don't know. Let's I think like about you. it. Like that. That's viewers right up, out that, there. That's right up the top. Our of listeners, mind. listeners, and viewers there on Twitch. Um, let's uh, let's talk about that because these guys are off to a fast start, and we know why. Is offense has been okay. Defense is now coming along. Coming along. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess could you go gang green? Yes, I like that. Yeah. It's, Gang it's green, simple. Uh, and everybody knows it gets to the point. Yeah. The, 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 the terrors uh, of the, the tundra. The abominable snowman of the tundra. 
Too many words. <laughs> Gang Green right now is my number one yeah. right there. Yeah, Gang Green. What yes. do you think? Okay, back to the uh, the Thursday night thing, and we've heard a lot about this. You know, is this almost talking about boxing? Is this like a rope-a-dope with Philadelphia because nobody's given them a chance because they're so wiped out with injury, and, you know, they're they're – Really, I mean, they had to cancel practice this week because so many guys are hurt. I mean, on paper, it looks like the Packers should roll tonight because, you know, the Eagles don't have just healthy bodies. Do you get caught up in that where, you, you as a player, you see them like, ah, oh, man, we're going to worry about these guys. They're hurt. Or you, 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 maybe you, you take your foot off the gas. Or on the flip side, does Philadelphia come in like desperate because they know they're playing so shorthanded? Um, I mean, no. How does that work when you have a team like the Eagles that are just ravaged with injury right now? So how does that work? We look at them, like I mentioned, we look at them like they're 100%. They're the playoff team. They're the Super Bowl team they were not too long ago. Uh, Carson Wentz is leading the helm there, and he's having a pretty good season statistically. Um, if you've seen his interviews as well, he's talked about basically the guys, you know, from their two losses has been a combined loss of, uh, I say, points of seven, seven points um, in each loss, the last two losses. Um, so and one or two plays off, you know, guys are not dropping the ball. That means focus is not there. Mm-hmm. They're worried or they got anxiety trying to win the game. You get on the snide because they know how them Philly fans are. <laughs> Philly fans are rough. Is that something that you think about as a player? Is your own fan base like watching you play? If my fan base was the Philadelphia uh, for Philly fans, yeah. and if they were Oakland fans, okay, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Packer fans, I, Packer fans are opinionated. Yeah. They get a little babyish. They want to cry about things, but <laughs> they need cheeseheads. You right. must to tell them cheese there's, there's cheese so heads and no, there's Packer. So fans. that's no no disrespect to my Packer fans out there. I just know how they are. After if we lose a game, it's rough sledding. You don't read the newspaper. You don't watch the news. You don't. You shouldn't be doing that as a pro anyway. Well, is that something you guys pay attention to? No, we do not. To to your question and to Joe's uh, remark about reading anything that the team says that through the newspaper or anything yeah. we see on ESPN. No. Well, so I guess it's different I don't now because you got Twitter. We didn't have you didn't have Twitter around when you were playing. No, nah, we would actually Twitter came around because in my last MySpace. year. Actually, second, third year in Remember to MySpace? end of my career. So two thousand six. Did you have MySpace? I have MySpace. Favorite five so, on MySpace, Amon. Was that? Would I have been one of your top five on MySpace? Yes, if I've known you yeah. then. Yes. If, someone, if someone didn't block for you, right, or like fall <laughs> nah. off, like called the wrong play, would you move them out of your top top no, five friends? No, no. What happened <laughs> when Twitter first came around? It was oh six. We had a nice guy, full, great, great guy, great dad, Vontae Leach. Yeah. We, we remember we drafted him that year. Then we cut him two days, two games into the regular season after we had a heck, heck of a game running the ball against the Bears and the Saints. And so Vontae, rookie year, he gets in trouble because he's posting tweets in between meetings. Oh, no. And somehow Coach McCarthy caught wind of it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's like, you. In his words, GD rookies, you GD rookies, what are you doing? <laughs> you gosh dang rookies. I, I'm like Twitter. I'm like to me. I'm like what the friend? What is he talking? What the French toes is he talking about? Dude, what is Twitter? I'm like oh oh yeah. Everybody's like yeah, you know that new thing, kind of like MySpace. And I'm like oh, there's like there's <laughs> more know. words than pictures. I'm like oh okay. I said man, look. Like, who cares? I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like LeBron. I'm yeah. in regular season. I'm not even thinking about that right now. Yeah. You know. So so that was. I remember the first time it came up. In the in the meetings about McCar- social media, McCarthy's social media. like, you got, gosh, damn, come on, rookies. rookies, what's wrong with y'all? You know, here, Amon, you know, you want some entertainment this morning? Like, we always have fun, but you, you want to really be entertained? Yes. Okay, check, I love entertainment. Check this out. This will be funny. Uh oh, Dave from Anona, what's up? <laughs> uh oh, this is a diehard Cub fan, Amon. If you want to mm. hear, uh, you know, public suicide, right here. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> no, you know what I do wish? I hope game 
163, top of the ninth, two out, and I hope they twist the knife and all Brewer fans just bleed. Mm. Dang. Yeah. Where will the Cubs be playing that day, Dave? Remind me, what? where are they playing? Are they home or away for game 163? Oh, they're definitely home. Yeah, they're playing home, aren't they? We'll be in the stands watching the Brewers in top of the ninth, two outs, bases loaded, and uh, waving bye-bye. Dave, they they clinched home couch advantage. Waving bye-bye. Or we'll be throwing gummy bears out to Ryan Brown at a discount. I'm sure he's loaded up. Have you seen how – did you see that grand slam last night, Dave? Oh, I want suicide watch. (laughs) (laughs) When do you want to come down to the red zone and pay up? Uh Uh-oh. God, that's right. Ooh, he owes. Uh, Kent State, hey, Dave, next day, I'll give you a week to get your act together. Kent State's going to be a real dog of a game, so we need something to entertain the fans. You down there singing a Brewer song will be pretty good. I'm fit to take my mom down to Galena, so any other Saturday, I'm doing the month of the sun thing, but oh, God, I think I got the Brewer song. But I'll, I'll pay up. Hey, I'm on a question for you, my friend. Yes. What's the up? Last, the last three games, the scripted plays. Green Bay dominates. They're kicking. They're kicking crap, scoring points. After the scripted plays, Aaron Rodgers stinks. Like, let's just cut to the choice. He's horrible. So Woody Hayes used to have a saying: "We're going to run the same play over and over and over until you stop us." So the question is: If the scripted plays are dominating the first three games, why do they stop doing it? Why don't they just keep running the same fifteen plays over and over and say, "Hey, you, you're, you're good enough." Stop us. He didn't stop us the first 15 plays. Why do they change? They don't make adjustments. Let's face it, Aaron, there's no screen game. There's no uh, There's no sweeps. The blocking scheme's different. Why all of a sudden do, do they get away from that scripted plays when it works? And I know I'll be, I'll be, oh, help me. No. Hey, Dave. D- <laughs> Great question, take, Dave. Yeah, actually, Great Dave, question. Dave, I'm impressed. That's a good question. Thank you. And, yes, obviously I want you to take care of your mother first. So yes. two weeks. Dave, what a, what a homecoming it would be. Wisconsin, Michigan State, homecoming. Dave from Monona, homecoming as a as a Brewer fan. Yeah. Uh, Ivo and I've talked about this a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, what what is your take on the scripted? I mean, if it's a so. scripted play, in theory, it's not going to work as good as improvising. Yet, to Dave's point, these scripted plays have been the. I mean, that's what first, you practice for, isn't it? Well, yeah. The the Viking game, first three drives, those are scripted plays. Touchdown, right. touchdown, touchdown. They never score again. Bronco game, first drive, 70-yard touchdown. Yes, they scored points, but the majority of the points after the first touchdown came on short fields because the defense gave them the ball inside the 20, inside the 5. So, I mean, kind of their best offensive plays have been early in the games, haven't they? Yeah, great question. So, I'll say good morning to Kralista and... Hershey Stan- Stains, which is hilarious on Twitter. Hershey Stains. Oki27, thank you. you and uh, Nugent, at. thank you for the following here on my Twitch stream. But to that question there, it is a thing about pivoting or adjusting. Maybe they're over-adjusting. Maybe they saw the plays and be like, kind of like Dave said, hey, why don't we just do that again? But what I know about NFL coaches sometimes, they overthink things. Mike Sherman was notorious for this. <laughs> I'll say quick story about him. We were playing – it was 2004. It was uh, Barry Barry Bonds was going for the home run title. Um, we had Monday Night Football against Carolina Panthers down in Carolina. And uh, we had probably like four extra walkthroughs for opening game. It was our first game of the season, I believe. Four. Down in Carolina, and we had a walkthrough when we got off the plane. We had a walkthrough when we got before we got on the plane. No, a little overkill? In Greenville. Yes, it's definitely <laughs> It's Monday Night Football. So we get off the yes. plane in, Carolina, in Raleigh or wherever we flew into – Another walkthrough. And so by the third walkthrough, Brett said in the huddle, he said, look, 
if we don't bleep bleep know it by now, then we we SOL. <laughs> That's what Brett said. To her. So I'm like, I'm looking at him like I agree. I wouldn't you you have the grounds to say that, but uh, but yeah, it's sometimes coaches may be overthinking the first fifteen and are like, okay, they we we score too easy or we score it like this. Maybe let's do this. Maybe they're gonna come and send you know a nine man box or uh, put eight DBs back there and let's do this. So they get overthinking instead of just go with the flow. Get the field down because really, like a like a the player on the field, we're getting in our groove. It's week three. We could get in our system. I say in our mindset, our groove, our zone a lot quicker now. Every game, it doesn't take a whole series to get get uh in a groove or mm-hmm. get in your zone. It takes one or two plays. Boom, you you you're there. That's Aaron. That's Aaron Jones. That's Jamal Williams. That's the guys on defense. Same thing. There, they just gotta make sure they don't overthink it. It is it is football. It is not building a spaceship I'm down in, down in Houston, Texas, down in NASA. Yeah. Okay, they're not doing rocket science. They're not doing rocket science, man. We hit these the guys. <laughs> these are guys hitting other guys. Okay, uh, that's it. Uh, Ebo, by the way, uh, to Amaz, did you put the question out on the Twitter? We need to name the Packer defense. Oh well, no, we got Gang Green right now. Yeah, we got so Gang Twitch Green, stream. the Tundra Tears, uh, our buddy Reader. Reader, he, he defensive in. name. I like for this one, Amaz. Packers defense. What do you think? The Green Bay Bandits, because they steal the ball a lot. Ooh, it I'm sounds on. like arena, a little arena-ish. Come on, let's okay? hit the break. And or then, Bush League. Then you put it on your Twitter. I'll retweet it. All right. If you, uh, if you want to let me to put it on. Yeah, we'll we'll, figure, it it out. we'll uh, figure it out. Joe, what's up, bud? You tell me the question. Hey, I'm wondering, you know, I know Amon is a high school football coach. How much of the schemes can you take from the professional ranks and uh, and put them into your high school team, or are they just too complex for them? Um, Good question. Great question. Thank you, Joe. Great question, Joe. Uh, yes, you can. You just cannot make them as complicated as we learn at the pro level. I've seen guys do it. Um, we're actually doing it at Freedom, but we've, as we say in the professional world, we've dumbed it down. And that's not disrespecting our high school players. It's just they won't over understand verbiage that a pro guy knows that I know. So we got to put it in what they know. We got to speak their language. If we don't put it in their language, they won't get what we're talking about, two jet flanker drive X, you know. What's your go-to play? Half, uh, I can't say that. Well, not, <laughs> we're in, we're in competition. I'm not giving up. <laughs> no, no uh, he's probably got the other coaches watching. But to ask your question, right Joe, yeah. So we basically bring it to them in a language they understand. You know, being at the kids, they have an experience college football. They have experience pro football. So they got to get verbiage that they get it. I got, I, I like that principle. That's well, you that's know purple rain right you, there, man. You know what? This day, that take my, me back. This day, I'm so hopefully, green. hopefully, Joe, that answers your question. 1984, purple rain mm. dropped on this day in 1984. Let me sing I love it. Got the number one. Well, yeah, on how Bill can you not sing this song? All right, mm. put the question out, you guys. Mm. We're gonna name the Packer defense in honor of Amon Green. I'm sure he likes Gang mm. Green. More of your questions coming up. More on Packers, yeah. Eagles. It's the Amon Green Show. Stick around. It's time for a pro. One, two, three. Listen and listen good. This is the Amon Green Show. Brought yes. to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Thank you. All right, we're back. So, talking about these Packers in Philly, these Eagles that are in, in town, they definitely are here. They probably got here on Tuesday. Um, but slow start for them offensively, team-wise. You know, it's you could put it on injury, you could injuries, you could put it on drop balls. Um, but I, what I like here, I was just mentioning on my Twitch stream here that Carson Wentz, his leadership, the way he's showing his leadership in uh, in the interviews. He said, "Hey, we're one play away. We got We're watching film. We're correcting mistakes." And you know, like I mentioned, they have already only lost the last two games by a combined 
total points of seven. So that right there is like, hey, we just got to keep grinding, basically keep pushing, keep doing our job. The plays are going to happen. You know, some of the plays that they just missed out against uh, the Falcons, you know, t- a drop pass between him and Nelson Agu- Aguilar. <clears throat> Can that wear down a team, though? It could wear down. We're not there yet. I say it'll start probably in uh, October. So he know knowing them plays, where they've been from, where they've been before. They've been all the way to the Super Bowl. So they know a season can go – it's a roller coaster season. It could go up. It could go down. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. That eventually it's going to get the ball going. So their biggest thing is injuries. Injuries, obviously, what we know here, you know, being Packer fans, following the Packers, that that can – that can uh, stalemate a season. That could put your season on on hold. So knowing that, working through injuries, from our experience, is a big thing. But then also just execution. Because drop passes, you can't have that. You, I don't care how good the DBs are covering these receivers. Got to cast it. You better find a way to catch a ball. And Nelson, and then and talking to Nelson Aguilar, if he's listening in, um, no, in Appleton is. right now, you better cast them balls. You're on my fantasy league, bro. I'm starting you. <laughs> I mean, Amon, did I'm you starting see? You. Did you see that it became a viral national story? The guy who they were the house started on fire, and they were catching babies that they were throwing out the window. And this guy's like, "Yeah, I didn't want to drop the kid like Nelson Aguilar was dropping passes today. Ooh. Like that's how that, serious. that was probably from a Philly fan. No, it was, I it bet was, you it was a Philly fan. Put, like that's they, I told you they're rough. He goes, "Yeah, yeah man, the, 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 it started they're on rough. fire. So there was a guy up there, and he was throwing these babies out the window. And I'm just thinking, I can't drop this kid like Aguilar dropped the ball today. Like <laughs> Philly I'm like, fans damn, rough, man, they, they ain't uh, what around. Tell, what did what is not. I speak, on, they threw I, at Santa speak, Claus. I speak facts. Yeah, I know. Philly fans, I wouldn't even want to be a Philly, an Eagle. What else is out there? A Flyer? 76er. 76, nah, I'll be they like, man, their, trade the, me. The, the Eagle yeah, they, fans fight the 76er players because yeah. they yes. fight Mike Scott. They're dangerous. Right. We got to have security guards with our against our own fans if you're one of the, sports, one of the four core sports teams out there. <laughs> you they, gotta, got good, they got good cheesesteaks out there, though. They got That's delicious cheesesteaks. So what do you think? I mean, I know we talked delicious. about this a, a little bit. You mentioned, I mean, so no Deshaun Jackson obviously is their big play guy. He's out. He's and he's out. on my fantasy roster. So uh, we, me and D-Jack got problems right <laughs> so, now. So I'm the GM. The, if you're this Packer struggling. defense, what are, you, what are you saying if you're Mike Pettin to this team tonight? Nothing. You're saying put the break. Down to the flow through the you break you putting your foot on the pedal so hard it goes through the like Fred Flintstone the, bo- like the bottom of the, yeah you're Fred Flintstone doing <laughs> that, that thing that's that's what you're doing you're not like a, I will say I will re- it's a broken record you treat every team like it's a, it's the big game like it's yeah. the Super Bowl you just you respect them they're a pro team you give any pro team in NFL even the worst team in the league what about the Dolphins you, you give them an inch <laughs> of life yes Dolphins you give them an inch of of, of breath. They will take that breath and will go a mile, and then all of a sudden you got a mud hole in your chest. That's a Stone Cold Steve you, you Austin line. Exactly. You I'm going to stop that. a mud hole in your ass, Amon, and walk it exactly. dry. Exactly. You don't want that. You know, so <clears throat> like I mentioned, Philly's starting slow, but I love the young leader and his uh, outlook on things. One thing to be happy about him, possibly Alshon Jeffrey, the old uh, bear, Pro Bowl Philly yeah. receiver, yeah, he's, is, he's coming back. He may, be, he may yeah. be playing. But that that helps out a team, you know. When you got one of your big receivers now, DJ, you know, we know we already mentioned Deshaun Jackson. I got problems there on my fantasy <laughs> roster. Hey, the fantasy zone's yeah. in an hour. If you want to stick around, I'm on. Hey, Conrad, uh, welcome to the Amon Green Show. Got a couple minutes left. Go ahead, buddy. All right, guys. Uh, hey, Amon, just real quick. You're my dad's favorite Green Bay Packer of all time. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and he doesn't know how to call the show, so I'm just giving him a, a shout out quick. <laughs> all so, right. uh, hey. You know, real quick, and not necessarily uh, kind of an offbeat question, 
You I know, like offbeat questions. Okay, so the work ethic amongst the players on the team, and we've been healthy, and I'm not NFL superstitious, so I feel confident talking about this. Injuries always plagues the game. Are, as a player, are you able to tell, like, within the locker room, guys with, like, certain work ethic or not, and then, then they end up getting injured, and you say, yeah, I kind of seen that coming? Or is injuries just like you just absolutely can't tell that it's coming? And is the training has the training changed? Over the years, I know for a while Green Bay really struggled with like hamstrings and and just different offbeat offbeat injuries that were just like why why are we constantly dealing with these uh, hamstrings and different kind of oblique pulls and stuff like that. Right. Real, that's all I got. Have a good one. You're the best, buddy. Thank hey. you, Amon. And even to his Great point, question. yeah, the Eagles the Eagles actually fired their like training staff because guys were getting hurt. Like, and he's referring mm-hmm. to the the hamstring gate from like four or five years ago, where so the Packers couldn't keep a, a healthy body. <laughs> Uh, got should, about a minute left. What, answer what you, it after the break. Build to it. Tease well, I will say this. Going into the break, yeah, what I know from tease. history, Green Bay Packers has the best training staff in NFL Jesus, right I now and for the last decade, even longer. So just knowing that. Don't and then I'll, and I'll elaborate into, into situations that I experienced with the Packers staff compared to Texans, <laughs> compared to Seahawks. All right, so good. go into that. I, that that's great. Good, I like that. You that's a, that's a good tease. That, All right. You're, 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 you're I'm getting good this at this. Up. You're getting good at this, Amon Green. <laughs> All right, you have a question for Amon, 608-321-1670. Also, per Amon's request, we're trying to come up with a nickname. You know, you got the Purple People Eaters, the Monsters of That'd the Midway. Vikings, though. Yeah. No, color. we just got to, I mean, you yeah, know, true. we need a Packer. The Packer defense needs its Gang own Green, identity. Though, it's for, I like Gang Green. Gang yeah. Green. Gang green. Gang green. Yeah. The Tundra Terrors. Ooh. Ooh. Jason Phillips says Monsters of the Bay. Ooh. <laughs> Those two right there. T- Tundra ter- t- uh, Terrors. Tundra Terrors sound like almost like a comic book villain. Hell yeah. We're, uh, we're coming back. This is the Amon Green Show. Brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Yes, indeed. So we got. The next topic here. So talking about Aaron and the production on the offense saying, hey, we need to up our standards. So a guy that actually has been showing up, he just hasn't showed up in the end zone yet, is Devontae Adams. Has not had a a scoring touchdown, receiving touchdown yet, or even rushing, you know, in a reverse or something. But he's had yards. He's had over 100 yards in um, the second game of the the season, you know, at the Chicago. Had big receptions in the Chicago game. So, again, he's a guy that I believe he's going to have his moment. You don't hear him talking about it. I say what has his attention more than anything, he's be, he just became a proud new father. Yeah. They had a bouncing baby girl. Um, so congratulations to Devontae and his wife. And having that feeling come over, it, it resets the tone of how you look at life, you know, as a parent. We're uh, we're, you know, being a dad myself, it, it gives you more to focus on. It gives you more to motivation and he mentioned that in an interview that he got he's motivated in a different way out there in that field so I believe with that he'll give his uh, new baby girl a touchdown out there give Packer fans and whoever you've drafted him on his fantasy football league give him some extra points there um there so that is something and then all the receivers that been on that have been playing very well Marquez Valdez Scatling we haven't seen a lot of Jay Kummerow but we know he's there he's in the back pocket and uh Jimmy Graham hopefully he gets healthy he can get back there so there's a lot of passing weapons for Aaron that can mix around with that run game with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. i got to ask you something, Amon. So Jimmy Graham, a lot of people, you know, age is starting to, I think, catch up to him a little bit. As mm-hmm. you as you age in the NFL, as you get a little older ending your career, do you change how you play? Do you change how you work out? Or 
how do you how do you go about combating getting older in kind of a young man's league? Well, and then a follow up real quick. Sorry, guys, but to follow up to it, Conrad, you know, because mm-hmm. of the question before the oh, yes. break on the injuries, because I on think that'd be a good dovetail. Great. So I think, I'll start it, there I think first. Jimmy Graham's kind of at the end of the line. So how do you put both of those together? Man, uh, so f- to Conrad's question going into break there, uh, like I mentioned, Green Bay Packers training staff, best in the league. Actually, they hand out an award, and I think they've won six straight seven years since they've been doing this award to the best NFL training staff. Um, they were so good. I was trying to steal one of the guys. I was trying to hire the head guy now, uh, Brian Ingo, and take him down to Texas with me. When I went down to Houston, he's that good, and I knew what that what they brought to the table as a to- host staff. How was Houston? Houston was um, something that Joe would say, S-show. <laughs> an, S, yeah. an S show? Yeah, let's yeah. just say that. I didn't have to dump it. You got you know. it, Amon. So, no. I mean, it, this outdated. they had outdated equipment. You know, They had some of the trainers that really didn't know how to train, how to – Fix us. So you got we were million injured. dollar athletes down there. They've outdated equipment from like the eighties. Yes, it was bad. Okay, and how I I did a metaphor to it. I was talking to one of the trainer, the head trainer at that time. I was because I was frustrated because it didn't it didn't add up how not good they were. I was trying to respectfully trying to debate with him about this, and I said to I said, hey man, I said, what if you are that guy where you have a Lamborghini, a Corvette, a nineteen sixty seven something something. You know, you got nice cars in the garage, yeah. but you got a mechanic that can't even change the oil or you got the plumber working on your cars. What you going to do? Exactly. You're going to be hot or you're going to find somebody that could do the job. Right. I could do y'all job a lot better than, you know, I could treat myself. You know, we're going back and forth. As you know, I had injuries like, down put some duct tape on it. Yeah. Hey, duct tape for, fixes everything. At least do that. At least I know you're trying. When you pull out the duct tape, I'm like, look, you trying. So it was like that. So Packers staff. To, um, and then to the player standpoint, you take you, you got to take your body seriously, getting ready in and out. Does it change as you get older? Yes, but so what do you, you do? still what prepare do? the same. Yeah. But playing wise in the games, it's like okay, when I was a rookie or in my first five years, I would hit that guy going out of bounds. Now, when you're ten plus years and you're a running back, you're like, you know what? Let me save that hit for later. Let me just maybe step, get the first down, and step out of bounds. But I, one thing I will not do is give up. You know, fall down like a slot quarterback slide if I'm a running back. Now, I will go into contact a little bit for me mentally. That's just the way I'm built. But I will, st- I, I was, if I had a chance to step out of bounds, I would try to, which <laughs> it, instincts would take over and I'll just hit a guy. You know, ah, I just, re- ah, react. Fires you up a little bit. Ah, like, just, 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 yeah, drop that shoulder down. So, there was something that uh, was hard to shake to answer your, hopefully, I answered those questions there. Um, and I say then, I say guys that are, Really, I say dropping their shoulders in the guys that Packers defense. <laughs> yeah. Like we mentioned, we got the name out there, potential name. Ooh, I have one coming for the Packers defense, how they're playing oh, right I, now. I, how about this, Amon? You saw the week one game, right, with yes. uh, the Bears. The I Bears kinda, game. They kind of jump-started this great defense. The quarterback for the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, Packers really dominated mm-hmm. him. Uh, I was, you know, we were in the frozen tundra. Um, what if we went the other one, to Title Town? I was coming up with the Title Town Titty Twisters. <laughs> because Mitchell uh, we got to keep it. Let's keep it G rating. All right. So All right. No, how about this one then? Instead of the steel curtain, Rogue 987, Brandon, he says, what about the cheese curtain? Ooh. It's a solid brick and cheddar. Ooh. <laughs> I like that one because it keeps the little cheese and thing is it going. The defense is money. Cheddar. Oh, Ooh. Cheddar. Yeah. Nelly. Yes. <laughs> we get some good stuff going on. I like that, Nelly. Like that little sprinkle on top of that cheese. And Nelson, for cheese. the injuries, this is I, Nelson's favorite movie, uh, Amon. He said, uh, what am I supposed to do to keep my players healthy with cold water and no therapy equipment? 
That's Ooh. from is that Major League? <laughs> that's gotta be Major League. You know, when they had is that the, Tom uh, Berenger? That's a manager when they had the uh the, the motor in the world. Oh yeah, oh, for the coat <laughs> up. And that Zombu. Zon, was was Zombu about yeah, to sit in Joe it. Boo. Joe, Joe Boo. Yeah. Joe Boo. What was it what were you guys in Houston? Were you like the Cleveland Indians where you know you, you flew the Indian Express and they were taping the propeller with yes. like uh, duct tape and in the so train in terms of in terms like? in the training room, yes. Would the owner come around and he'd no. just be like, No? No, he wasn't coming. That was my thing. It was like, wait a minute. You got you a billionaire. You own an NFL team, and this is the equipment you got fixing us or trying to was fix that us. Yeah, Bob, Bob McNair. McNair. God rest fairness, his soul. They probably used up most of their funds to keep David Carr upright the six years before he got there. True. <laughs> yeah, which was which was very weird conversation with him when I got when I signed there. Again, did not want to sign there, but I ended up signing there. And that's a whole other story we could talk about. Yeah, you told me that's right. That's, that's a crazy and story. So he calls me the day I signed and said, "Hey, man." I'm happy that you're my teammate. Da, da, da. So I was like, cool, yeah, boom, boom, boom. And like, yeah. And like huh? two days later, they they cut him. I'm like, dang, that was odd. This, so who's your quarterback? Matt Schaub. Oh, yeah, Schaub. Schaub, he came in. He was Michael Vick's backup and somehow got paid $48 million as a backup to become the starter for the Houston Texans. Great guy. But just saying business Do you aspect. Have any good memories from Houston? Uh, the friends I made. Yeah, that's it. That's the, the, maybe it's the friends we made. The along friends, the, way. the fam, the friend. We still we go visit. We made so good friends down in Houston. We go visit them. Was Sam Con Gatto down there? With yeah, you? Sam Con was like, "Why are you following me?" He said, "Wait a minute." I can't believe it. Why are you Dude, here? Why didn't they do this since the medical staff sucks so much in Houston? Why didn't they hire Sam Khan? Because he's a doctor now to true. be the trainer That's and the point. player. Great point. Yeah. Who knows? That's Sam where Khan they missed the they missed the boat. Right there. They missed the boat on that one, man. So uh, all right, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. You want to uh, get a question in with Aman? Also, uh, Aman has requested that the Packers defense comes up with a name. Okay, so you have the monsters of the Midway, right, Aman? Yes. Why couldn't we be the Moonsters of the Midway? Moonster, Moonster cheese. Yeah, Whoa! you get that. You get oh! that, Evo. Evo, I mean, no. it's, it's give me some. I like to play on Moonster, words. Monster, Monster, Monster. Give me some. Hey, don't leave me hanging. Yeah. <laughs> The monster. <laughs> it's a tough cheese, man. I like to play on words. All right, we will uh, talk about this game tonight. What does 4-0 mean? First time in a long time a Packer team would start 4-0. We'll talk about it coming up. The Amon Green Show. Brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Amon, you like uh, you, you like you. Uh, Star Trek, right? I'm okay with that. You you saw all that crap that I deal with every day during the commercial break with the Amon or the Rashawn Gary hate, right? Yes. <laughs> Why? So, what? He has a rookie sack. I don't. He has strip fumble. Nelson's a weird That's guy. That's like if he gets. No, I don't even say it. But he's playing well. Great rookie season so far. So what's the problem with Rashawn Gary? Nothing. So in the honor of <laughs> naming nothing. the defense, how about the, this? Is what I came up with during the commercial break: the wrath of Rashawn. Kind of like the Wrath oh, of Khan. And then Nelson could be standing yeah, in front of the TV. Khan loses. The but at Wrath the, of Rashawn. But Nelson okay. could be standing in front of the TV tonight every time Rashawn Gary gets a sack. He could be going, Rashawn! <laughs> I remember that scene from that movie. Y'all got problems. What was the one? You had, you had the car one. The v, somebody sent you on Twitch. I thought it was pretty good. The V8 or something? Yeah. On, uh, yeah. It's got V8. Got uh, my man Scuffra Tess. There's lack of V8 on the D-line. They're talking about Rashad Gary. He has insane athletic yeah. talent. He's the V8, Nelson. Or, or, or here we go. Actually, we're going. So we now we're breaking it out just to players. So here on <laughs> just my one. Twitch. Just, on just Cynical Gary. from my Twitch stream has Jair to the throne. Oh. Jair looks like a J. So it's J-Mark-Ear. Yeah. 
to the throne. I like that. So individual players getting their own name. There we go. Hell yeah. There we go. Hashtag that. Cynical. So, but back to uh, what we're talking about here, these Eagles and these Packers. So, <clears throat> I say for not just record sake, but just looking at who where momentum's at going into this game, my pick is I'm going to go with Green Bay because of they have the momentum. Offensively, it's clicking just not to, I say, Aaron's likings, mm-hmm. but it's clicking. When they need to score points, when they need to get a first down, they do it. They haven't turned the ball over a whole lot. They haven't punted a whole lot, which is good. I mean, they probably the most punts was against the Bears because um, of that defense there. Um, so, and, you know, for the Philly, the Philadelphia, I mean, they got they have what they say in baseball, murder's role of game. So after this game, the Eagles go. I think they have the Vikings. They have yeah, their schedule is they just got the brutal. they got the Jets next. They yeah, have, that's, that's not that too one's bad not so brutal, right? But then they go to. Minnesota. It gets tough. It gets tough. And then they have the Patriots mixed in there somewhere. They got the Cowboys. They have the Cowboys. I mean, they have, they like, have the Seahawks. The, Jets, the Bills they, are yeah. actually good to see, too. The Bills, too, who has allegedly. A, they're, they're, they're trying to squeak like because they're tired of probably New England kicking their butt in the yeah. AFC East out there. So they have a – potentially Philly could be like 1-8 at one point in time in the season if injuries and if their mindset changes any worse to where – they they panic, you know. Yeah. My man, my old teammate Doug Peterson leading that squad, being a player, you know, from your it should be in your DNA not to panic because if you're a, a pro athlete, you're a college football athlete, you can't panic because that's what keeps your focus, that's what gets you to that next level. So as a coach, I believe he's coaching that the way Carson Wentz talked about everything. So I'm gonna go. That's my pick is Packers just because of momentum right now. Um, the defense is playing good. A lot of guys are healthy. There's no injury bug right now, which is good, and hopefully it could keep that, you know, go to keep going to the pharmacy and keeping that bug away, <laughs> taking the meds they need to take. That is that, you know, the med is that training staff, like yeah. we mentioned already. Packers have the best training staff in the NFL, and I will argue to say in all four major sports, because um, I know players that play NBA, I know players that play in baseball and hockey as well. So I would say in, in four major in the four Hell major yeah. sports here in the United States, they got the best training staff because of what they do. They get, you know, they go beyond. They go beyond what, you know, just bringing an ice bag and wrapping the shoulder or the knee and the ankle. I remember when I had turf toe, and or turf not toe, turf toe sucks. I had not turf toe. I had my. I say my big toe was sore, but actually it wasn't turf toe. I had an Achilles issue in 04. at the beginning of 04 season. I came out of training camp, just out, literally out of the blue, my Achilles fired up. It was inflamed. I got an MRI. I saw all this fluid on my MRI floating around my Achilles, so I was worried. You know, I asked Doc. Doc McKenzie's our team doctor still is today. It's like, Doc, is this something I need to worry about? You know, because, you know, you pop an Achilles, that's it. Yeah. Season's over. You're done. And it was just, we were just coming out of training camp, and all of a sudden, boom, I got this Achilles aggravation going on. And so we're treating it and icing it. So that meant ice. And so what I had to do, you know, being, I got I'm trying to play. You know, if it ain't broke, I'm going out there. I had to cut the hole. I got. I had to cut a, like a the back heel out of my every shoe. Damn. Really? Because it was the pressure of the tape job. And the pressure of my two, my shoe, when I tied my shoes, that was inflicting more pain to this area. So heartbreak me, all my Jordans, because I was a Jordan <laughs> player. You got some J's on today? I got some J's on. I got the AJ ones right now <laughs> on what two box on the side, if you see that. Yeah. And so all my football shoes that were Nike and Jordan, I had to cut the back heel out of them because of the pressure. I had to do what I needed to do, get on that field. So you. So this is this training staff. They's like, come on, right, we got. Let's cut the heel out. And then also what they started to do, my grandmother, 
had sent an old remedy, like tech, like we talked on the phone. She said, hey, baby, you need to do this to your ankle. You need to put some some mustard and some honey and and, and huh. mix it in Kakashi and have the trainer put that on your Did Achilles, it baby. I, I'm not going to say it didn't. <laughs> These, but I these, did. I what, used what do you it. Think about these. Nike them, the, yeah, them, are, them the dunks, the Nike dunks. So I, I said, okay, Grandma. So I said, hey, flee. I said, here's. I brought. Some, I went to the store. I got some French's honey. I mean, French's mustard, and I can't remember <laughs> what. I can't remember what honey I bought. I said, hey, man. My grandma said, mix this thing together, and then put that on my Achilles along with whatever else you're doing. I love he's, to see what Doctor McKenzie said about that. One. So he's like, he didn't even hesitate. No problem, Ag. <laughs> and awesome. so that's what make them. The best staff. Grandma knows That's best. All. Grandma does know best. Hey, Grandma knows best. He's like, he's like, where you get this from? I say, Grandma. He said, hey, we definitely got to do it since Grandma <laughs> recommended this. So, you know. That's so. awesome. Hey, uh, Chad, welcome to the Amon Green Show. Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? Good, What's up, good morning. Chad, what's happening? Hey, not much. Hey, I have a couple quick questions. First, I just want to say, because of the lack of soul food restaurants in Madison, I actually ended up buying a coffin-sized smoker for the front porch. So I'm going to have to send a picture of that for Ebo. You're going to have to try some mm. of my ribs, buddy. Yeah, I'll nice. I like some of them ribs, too. I'm a, I'm a right. rib guy. I'll have to hook you guys up. Anyway, um, question really from Amon. So um, last week we saw LaFleur mention that he wanted to have more balanced attack out of the backfield be, be, between um, Aaron Jones and, and Damian Williams. And I think last week we saw Williams actually a bit more efficient. How does that benefit a young back like Aaron Jones, or does it harm him? And then I do want to hear uh, the story of how you got signed by uh, Houston. Mm. Uh, the Houston story is a legendary Ooh. one. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What did you think of the, the, the – he did say it. Or, you know, Mike – Ebo and I talked about this earlier in the week, uh, Amon, that Mike, Mike McCarthy would always say that he wanted to run the ball more, and it never really materialized. LaFleur said it last week, he and then did. he said he was going to give it more to Jamal Williams, and lo and behold – uh, Jamal, Jamal Williams and, and and Aaron Jones were almost 50-50. Yeah, Sunday. I mean he said it after uh, week one yeah. that he wanted to get the run game like going. Williams again. had twelve carries um, and Jones ten. It's it all depends on how Aaron Jones' mental mindset is built. Is he a team? You know, this is where we find out is he a legit team player. This is where we find out any player in any sport when it's a team sport. You are you a legit team player when you know that your teammate might get more carries than you. That's when you find out. That's what we're going to find out. You know, if he's coached the right way, if he was raised the right way, that's from family. And that's how I was. I didn't care who got carries mm-hmm. when I played in, at any level. Little league, high school, college, pro. I knew if that guy was wearing the same color jersey as me, that we're out there for the same cause. We're trying to win football games. We're trying to go to it. We're trying to take it all the way through the playoffs and to the big game. Um, I'll say quick story. Me in high school, I transferred to high schools from Omaha North to Omaha Central High School. I'm transferring to a high school where the running back, same year as me, he was an incoming junior. As a sophomore, he rushed, he read, he led the state in rushing. He rushed for almost 1,800 yards as a, as a sophomore. A great offensive line that they had at Central High School. So to me, I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, coming over, I barely rushed for 1,000. This team, you know, I, I, I'm, asking, I'm talking to my dad about this. Like, I don't think I'm going to play at running back. He said, son, you're a football player. Remember that. You played linebacker, you played corner, you played safety, you played uh, tight end, you played DN in flag football. So you know how to play football. So just go out there and be a football player. And so that right there just snapped me out of it, and I did. And me and my that buddy, that, that, that teammate of mine, we became best friends right now to this day. I'm godfather to his son. Cool. So we became friends. And we looked, it wasn't even about if how many carries he got. Our thing was just whoever, it didn't matter who started the game. We actually would rotate starters, and the coach left it among us. 
you know, who was starting this game. He would just come to sidelines pregame. It's like, who's starting? He'd be like, oh, Damian's starting. Be like, cool. The next game, who's starting? Amon's starting. It was more of a friendship thing because we were wearing those same color uniforms. It didn't matter. So hopefully Aaron Jones has that mental mindset. It's like, hey, it doesn't matter if it's 30 or if it's 33, getting a rock. We're toting a rock for the same squad, and we're trying to win games. We're trying to win this division first, get to the playoffs, and then trying to win the conference and then win all of it. You know, so that should be the mindset. Hopefully he has that mindset. And if he's listening in, you better buy it, brother. Because that's how you're going to win games. And that's how you're going to get better as an athlete mentally and physically. All right. You've told uh, Ebo and I the Houston Texans story, whatever uh, oh. you're, you're comfortable sharing. Because this yes, is no. people think about the backside of it, that it is a business. And this is how you made a, a, a profession and a living. It's a crazy story. Dude, Man. you got so screwed over. Man, I, so I, you know, it's free agency. I go, I don't want to take no trips, to be honest. I tell my agent, I don't want to go nowhere. Oh, well, you got to do this because. You know, it, so it's free agency. You're with the Packers. I'm with the Packers. My contract is over, so I could go into free agency. That means when you hear free agency, a player has their opportunity to basically be like a high school player again. They could go visit teams. So I have the opportunity to go visit teams. I didn't want to visit no teams. My agent said, just do it. And I'm like, whatever. He's like, just do it. I'm being like a little five-year-old right now. I'm like, but I knew because I knew where I wanted to be. I knew where I wanted to end up at. I knew where I wanted to finish was here in Green Bay. So my agent coaxed me into getting on the plane to Denver first. Get to Denver. I'm like having. A, I'm like, hey, look. I'll just respect, respectfully say thank you. Great steak dinner. Nice meeting people. Coaches, right? So, Houston. Rick Smith, the GM there, f- flies a jet to Denver. Picks me up from Denver from his private from Bob McNair's private jet. God rest his soul. And fly down there. So I'm not. I'm still. I'm like whatever. Yeah, okay. You don't want to be there. Don't want to be there. Don't impress me. This is not. I'm not impressed because you flew a jet up here to Denver to pick me up. So what? <laughs> We get to Houston again. I'm like totally rebelling. I'm like like that bad kid going on a trip with mom and dad. You don't want to go on. Nah. You know, I don't want to be here, which I was the whole time. I just was very, I'll say respectful yeah. to everyone. So they end up putting me in a room sim- almost a little bit smaller than where we're sitting right was now. Was there windows? No windows. This was straight Godfather. So mafia you're, you're, style. you're in like a, an interrogation room? Well, I mean, all they need to do is turn out the lights and put the spotlight on me. It would have been that. <laughs> Like you saw on some detective yeah. on CSI movie yeah. interview. You know, God dang it, Amon, you better sign this better contract sign this right now. You know, they wasn't yelling at me like that, but they pretty much did. They put me in the room, shut the door, no windows, the contract in front of me. You know, number was $24 million, and I'm like, whatever, I'm not signing that. My agent calls me up, well, you know, we haven't got, we haven't heard from Green Bay yet. And I'm like, okay, let's just wait. So oh, your, we, your agent says you... He has not heard from Green Bay. At that time. He That's what he told from, me. He hadn't heard from he Green Bay. That's a heard. big key. He hadn't heard. He hadn't heard. So I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, Ted's playing slow game, which this he is always Ted Thompson. Does. Ted Thompson, which yeah. he, he traditionally did. He always played slow. He always negotiated slow. So what I was told, Green Bay hadn't given him an offer. He didn't know. So the 25th hour is coming, so I had to sign this contract. So basically being forced into signing this contract because – we didn't get an offer from Green Bay, what I was told. So you're thinking that Green Bay is not going to offer you anything. At all. And you have one in front of you with the Texans for Correct. 24 mil. Correct. And your agent's saying Ted Thompson's not doing anything. Right. All right. And then? I sign. <laughs> Years, you want to, then we hit the fast forward button to nat- last year. I'm talking to. So uh, what year did you sign with the Texans again? So 2007. It was a four year contract. So 10 years, 12, 12 years, years ago. later. 12 years later, I'm at. Eleven years later, the combine. No, I'm at the uh, uh, the Senior Bowl. Yeah, down in Alabama, and a guy I used to work with 
an agent, worked with my old my old agent, and found out. He told me, he was telling me, basically letting the cat out the bag. Oh, no, Green Bay did offer you. It was just a little bit smaller contract. It was a $20 million deer, dollar deal. And then you, you know. So I would have took $20 million for so staying home. So basically the agent. Your agent, yes. knew, your agent knew when he had a contract. It yes. was for less money. For yes. mil. He but wanted. he said that you, that the Packers didn't reach out. And that the twenty-four mil you should sign at a post, but and he never told you about the twenty million exactly. from the Packers right. because he wanted to fleece his because he gets three percent. So he everybody. withhold information so he get paid more money. Correct, and that's why you got to watch these agents, man. Bust them in the. So no. you would have finished your career with the Packers, and you, and you wanted to stay. Obviously. I want, man. I didn't even want to take a trip to Denver. That's dude. I did not even want to go. That's insane. I was like, free agency. No, I want to stay here. I want to. So, I don't even need to Some guy wanted to fleece his pockets, Basically. mess with you and your fam, yes. and your career. Yes, that's. I'm dirty. over it now. That's dirty. I am over, if but I got to talk about it. That, I got to put. What's that, Nelly? If you if you do the math with that, you said he gets three percent. He made an extra hundred and twenty thousand on that four million. Yep, that was yeah, what my career. Sold you out? That He's, was what my career was Lamont worth. Lamont Green got sold out of the Packers and I trusted for hundred twenty grand. I, and a lot of unfortunately, a lot of players go through this. Yeah, they trust these agents because yeah, they crazy. believe everything. I mean, even when players read their contract, they read everything, and somehow an agent slides something in wow. that they missed. So when you get mad at these players for signing deals, not signing deals. You know, not jumping on a big wow. deal when someone's offered or, or 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 holding out. Don't jump on these guys so fast. Sometimes it's not the player. Sometimes and, it's the agent. That's a crazy. And he never would have known this unless that guy didn't spill his guts last year. Right. It was because the guy that, that that talked to me is a genuine friend. He's a, even though he's an agent, he's genuinely my friend. Why? Because he still talks to me. That's insane. I'm 12 years removed for the game. He still gives me a call. He still sends me video game hookups. You know. That he knows with video game companies. You know, Mon, Ted, Ted so, Thompson was at dude, that senior bowl too. You know what Ted Thompson said when he found that story out? I don't know how this came to be, but it was an E. Yikes kind of thing. So uh, you got a feel for, for Ted too. Dude, uh, I can't believe that. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that. So, so I assume I mean, you don't talk to that Ted, Ted was at a loss for uh, words too, Oman. Yes. I mean, you it know. Was. So yeah, that was. Uh, that was my Houston. Wow, that's a story. Hey, couple, story there. Couple of minutes left. Give us the. How do you see this thing playing out tonight? Are we going to be talking on the Amon Green Show next week about a four and zero Packer team heading into yes, Dallas? We will be talking about. Like I got mentioned already. I, my pick is the Pack because they have the momentum. They have, even though in Aaron's standards they're not firing on all cylinders on offense, but they are firing. Yeah, there are. If it's twelve sprockets that's supposed to be firing, they got eleven or twelve or ten. So you know, it's just. Just yardage-wise, points-wise, they want to get going. And like you said, get going after the first 15. Yeah. Score more points after that. Then that really says something to the division. That says stuff to the conference teams out there, the playoff conference teams, to the to the Rams, to the Saints, that, wait a minute, this team is putting up points. You want to score at least 28 points a game because that gets you a victory 90 80% of the time. So. You're off to uh, San Diego this weekend? TwitchCon. The big thing of what there? I do. I'm on... Mingle. Right I'm on Twitch right now. I'm going to mingle. I'm going to talk. I'm going to get more tips about being a streamer. Anything I could bring back I for us it, here yeah. to do, learn, yeah. you, because we all stream as well. Yeah. well so, hey, uh, if you want to follow Amon Green on Twitch, what's the Twitch stream? Twitch stream channel is Amon Green TV. That's twitch.tv forward slash Amon Green TV. And then on Mixer, it's mixer.com forward slash Batman AG 
30. I think I'm going to change that. I see that. Ninja's on Mixer now, eh? Ninja's on me. He got paid, though. You <laughs> I didn't ninja. get paid. You and Ninja are buddies. We buddies, but I didn't get paid like that. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get you paid. We're going to get you on the pack of Ring of Honor and get you paid, Amon. Uh, hey, like I said, this duct tape. This duct tape the name. Get some duct tape, put Amon Green. Just slap it anywhere. Then when we do it with duct tape, we can put it anywhere we want to put yeah. it. We can put it all over Lambo. Here's all. There he is. Packers all-time leading rusher. He'll be back with us next week.